Hello and welcome to the Arista Wealth Podcast, where we focus on your finances, wellness, and lifestyle, so you can focus on living your dreams. We'll help you navigate through important topics so that you can elevate your life and financial health. Let's get started with your host, Paul Moffitt. Welcome to the Arista Wealth Podcast. Super excited to have you join us today. The topic that we want to talk about today is something that's got a lot of people wound up. And, and the topic is, is the U.S. dollar losing its status? And let's look at some facts before we get into some fake news and some fake history. I'm going to share with you some facts, then I'm going to show you some history. Once you look at the history, you realize that there's a pattern that's being followed. But there has been a lot of speculation lately that the U.S. dollar is on the verge of a major decline and might even lose its status as the world's major reserve currency. There's a de-dollarization that's movement going on that uh, they're moving away from using the U.S. dollar as the primary currency of exchange. There's also talk that um, is stemming that China is beginning, beginning to use the yen in commodity trades with a handful of trading partners, Brazil, Argentina. <laughs> Fine, go trade with Brazil and Argentina. Their economies don't even equal 1% of the, of the world's um, um, you know, economy and GDP. But they've got to start somewhere, so why not go after the weak countries that are full of corruption and other issues? Um, also, they're talking about the dollar's declined over the past six months. Well, duh, inflation's done that. But it remains you know, close to a 10-year high versus currencies or countries with uh, which the U.S. trades. Also, there's few signs that major foreign holders are poised to suddenly shift away from the U.S. dollars. So, you know, the, the, the big people are not. Um, but, you know, China's picking off the small countries that have corruption and other problems and massive high inflation. Um, and believe me, they're not doing it out of the generous of their heart. They're getting something in return. But, um, you know, right now, the U.S. dollar is currently the dominant world reserve currency. And that means that most international banks use it for their reserves, transactions and investments, overnight funds and wiring. Um, let me give you some history. In 1450 to 1530, what was the world reserve currency history? Well, it was the Portuguese real. And so 80 years, the Portuguese real was the world reserve. What's the current status? Portugal is still there. Um, rich Portuguese are still investing. You can still buy a Portuguese home. Some are saying that Lisbon is the new you know, place to visit in Europe. We'll find out. Let's go from 18, I'm sorry, from 1530 to 1640, the next year. Question is, what was the world reserve currency in 1530 to 1640? Well, it was the Spanish real. Uh, the Spanish real was the world currency from 53 to six, from, from 1530 to 1640. They took it from their neighbor, the Portuguese. Real to the Spanish real. What happened in 1640 to 1720? Believe it or not, guess what country was the world reserve currency? It was the Dutch guilder from 1640 to 1720. So the next 80 years was the Dutch guilder. Still today, I was in Deutschland, uh, Denmark last year. Great restaurants, fun place to visit, great place to be. 
they're still their economy is still just fine. Let's go from 1720 to 1850. It was the French franc. The French franc was for 95 years of dominance. It was a world reserve currency. Today, yeah, you can buy a piece of real estate. You can open an investment account. You can buy a business. You can sell a business and you can buy cars. Everything's still functioning just fine. Let's go to the next one, 1815 to 1920, the next 95 years. Guess what the world reserve currency was? It was the British pound. The British pound is still what was the currency during those years. And everything is functioning just fine in London. But they were the world reserve currency. Let's go to the next one. Today, it's the United States dollar from 1920 to today. They've been the world reserve. They are the world reserve currency for the last 102 years. There are still rich Americans, people still investing, buying, building businesses, selling businesses. And how many more years will they be the world reserve currency? I think for another 10, 15, maybe 20 years. Um, it's still the, all the major central banks, all of the 35 different stock exchanges throughout the world, they all still use the U.S. dollar. I go off of U.S. soil to visit other countries and they say, you're from America? I say, yes. And I pull out a $20 bill or a $5 bill and I give it to them. And they say, I've always wanted to have a U.S. dollar. And it, it's, it, you know, it's freedom. But the United States dollar is still the world reserve currency. I don't know how much longer, but if the Chinese yen dwarfs it and passes us up, I'm going to be okay and so should you. We shouldn't be freaked out about it. You know, it's so true, Paul. I think there's a lot of fear going around, especially being pushed around in the media that if the U.S. dollar loses its status, the economy is going to crumble. And we've seen through history, as you as you mentioned, that economies still hold strong even if its currency is no longer the reserve currency. Um, and in that same token, we also have a lot of data that's showing that this supposed threat is is not as close as it may appear. Um, again, really hard to say one way or another, but we do have some some data that suggests the U.S. dollar is as strong as ever. Um, by most measures, the dollar has fallen about 8 to 10% in both real and nominal terms since la late last year. But during the past decade, the dollar has been propelled higher by relatively high U.S. interest rates compared to other major countries. And its status is a safe haven in times of turmoil. Its value, in fact, has increased by 1.4 times from its 2011 low to its peak in 2022 in real terms. And that's adjusted for inflation as well. So the dollar's real value has actually risen during the past 10 years. The dollar's gains have been broad-based with similar appreciation versus emerging markets and major developed market currencies. So we're really not seeing any other currencies that are accelerating uh, at a rate that just blows the US dollar out of the, mar out of, out of the water. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and the demand is still strong. The foreign holdings of U.S. Treasury securities have grown since 2013, and foreign holdings of U.S. Treasuries have expanded over the past few years as well. We've seen international investment flows indicating that the demand for the U.S. dollar extends beyond U.S. Treasury securities. With a resilient recovery, the U.S. saw the largest inflow of foreign direct investment, long-term investment in businesses and property of any major economy in 2022. And it's also worth noting that as much of the rise of investment flows in the U.S. over the past few years has gone into equities. Dollar demand for transactional purposes has remained steady over the years as well, and it still accounts for more than 80% of financial market transactions. So really, when we start looking at the data, the more short-term data than some of the long-term data that and history, we see that the U.S. dollar has been holding strong and the demand is still there. The international uh, demand is still holding strong and its value is still holding strong. So while the Chinese yen may be the next up-and-comer, uh, and it is very possible that it could take over as the world's dominant currency, we, we may still have some fight left uh, before that happens. And even more importantly, as Paul's mentioned, there's nothing to fear. Economies and the world will still turn even if the U.S. dollar no longer remains the world's dominant currency. And so all we can do really is sit and wait and continue to watch as these new financial endeavors emerge and change the financial and economic world that we live in. Let's keep things in perspective. We can go back to these prior years, starting with the Portuguese real, the Spanish real, the Dutch guilder, the French franc, franc, the British pound, and now the U.S. dollar. As you know, every superpower eventually loses its power and dominance, and it shifts to other countries and other regions of the world. Hope that this information is helpful. Look forward in having you join us on episode 43, our next episode. Thank you so much. This episode of the Arista Wealth Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more advice on your finances, wellness, and lifestyle so you can focus on living your dreams. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.